You are now tuned in to the Peace King Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Hungry HD, a.k.a. HD for short. And to my far left, I have the accomplice, Trey Maurice. And you know we come together to form the Peace King King Podcast, where we talk about health, wealth, have you on the wealth. Heavy relationships hey, come on, and whatever man. else you feel like. Right, three. No, that no, I don't have a drink, so I don't get bad luck. So I'm just <laughs> peace, peace king, peace king. Hey man, we, hey, come on, I'm a peace. I'm gonna I'm toast the special guests in the building. Come on, got man, got we got the special guests in the building. Y'all heard it? It's the big three: health, wealth, and relationship. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened, my man Gerard Hitch, man. Mm-hmm. I said that right. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's we right. in here today. That's it. We in here today. My man Gerard Hicks is in the house. You're probably like, hold on, I see him somewhere, but I can't put my finger on it quite. Because you might have seen him. My man is a credit guru. That's why I call it. Yeah, a yeah. credit guru. You know what I'm saying? Credit consultant, funding. I mean, it's pretty much going to help you and anyone else that's under the sound of his voice mm-hmm. build your credit. And find funding for your businesses, man. It's a pleasure to have you here, there, my Absolutely. G. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having yeah, me man. on. It's a pleasure. So, I mean, we usually say, "How was your week?" and stuff like that, man. Well, let's 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 let you go first. How was your week? My, my week was pretty good. I can't complain. You know, business is business. How about yours? Business be booming. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, man, my week my week was great. It started off all right, and this is one of my favorite parts of the week, bro. So again. It's a pleasure to have you on, HD. How you feeling, bro? Everything good, man. Solid week. Everything been moving right along. We back here recording another one. Yes, sir. And we get to dive deeper into the wealth aspect. Yes. So I'm loving this, man. That's what I'm talking about. So let's dive right into it then, my guy. I mean, where are you from, first off? And how did you get into the credit game, the finance game, the funding game? And uh, just just give a little little bit of background on how that occurred. All right, so um, I'm from, uh, I would say, D.C. That's the best way to say it. But, hey, Charlie uh, City. Little town, like say, say, say Brandywine, but uh, okay. everybody knows D.C. So uh, I got into the credit space because, uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm 35 now. But, yeah. I, you know, I bought my first house when I was uh, 21. Come on now. And just learning about financial literacy, right? These are things they don't teach in school. So I felt like, you know what, let me go ahead and just spread the wealth to everybody else, you know. Three facts. Um, let me see, I don't know how far we want to take it back, you know, so uh, it's just, I just realized how important credit is. A lot of people, like I said, they don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first tried to buy my house at 20 years old, I realized that credit score is not the most important thing, right? Because I had mm-hmm. a 730. I know my bad, my bad. A 738. First time I came in, they told me that I was denied, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking myself, like, damn, why, why, am I, why am I getting denied, right? Yeah. Told me to find out it's about the credit profile. Well, I, yeah, I guess. Right. So, yeah, they pretty much told me exactly what to do. And during this time, you know, Obama, he was the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, this thing's called the first time home buyer's credit. Mm-hmm. So, I wish they had that on Obama. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we talking about, uh, I think this was what, 2009? Yeah, yeah. 2000? Yeah, 2009. After everybody was saying, my president is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, 2009. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, they told me, no, you, you know, you're not approved. So they told me exactly what I got to do. Yeah, you know, say, go get this Capital One credit card, build up your credit profile. Came back six months later. Like I said, a little bit after I turned 21, I was able to get into my first house. But uh, things weren't always good, right? All right. So got into the house. I had the cars and everything. And then uh, 
just like wasn't really I wasn't making a lot. Mm-hmm. Started falling behind on, on, on some of my bills, right? So I'm just kind of like breaking down the story of like how I ended up getting into the credit game, right? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So having everything, having used to have a party, like I was like, I said, the life of the party. Like I was 20, like being 21 years old, I ain't had With no facial hair. They had no facial hair. Like we, we, beard, we beard game in here, but I ain't had yeah. none of this, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Neighbors used to knock on the door and tell man, is your, is your parents home? Like, is your parents ever home? I'm like, nah, this, I, I, I own this house. Come on, this, now. This, this is mine, you know what I'm saying? That's big. That's big right there, man. Yeah. That's big. When I was 21, I was proud of the Mazda RX-8 and a bottle of Ciroc. Yeah. But, like, golly, my man had a whole Christie. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's lit. Yeah, initially, it was just an investment for me. I had been in there for a little bit over 10 years. But just, uh, you know, fast forward, you know, like I said, you know, I wasn't making a lot. Fell behind some of my bills. And this is the craziest part about the story, right? I had a crazy ex, right? A crazy ex decided she was going to break up in my house. Literally, this was about a, a whole year later. I remember the day it was Valentine's Day. She came up in my house trying to say, hey, look, I uh, I left your, I left my, uh, I think it was like an Xbox control or something like that. She left my house. <laughs> some, some slight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some, some. Mind you, like I said, I had a, a whole a whole nother girl that was inside the house. And she said, it's Valentine's Day. And I was like, nope, you can't come in. Ah, Valentine's so, Yeah, it was crazy. And it was snowing and everything, too. Oh, so, perfect weather. So anyway, I guess she gets mad because she couldn't come inside the house. So she ends up leaving, coming back. Now she starts stalking me. She's stalking me, seeing the time that I leave for work, right? And then, uh, well, like I said, she came in. She destroyed everything. She destroyed my truck. I had the tile at the time. She destroyed the truck, cut up the seats. And by cutting up the seats, you know, that's where the airbags and everything are. So they consider it being total. So mind you, her doing all this, I wasn't even mad. I wasn't even tripping, to be honest. It was total. Because, yeah, like you say, Someone's like I said, the president, you know, the land pulling the president. Is black, right? <laughs> he was riding the escalator. That's exactly what I wanted was an escalator. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the problem came in is now going to these dealerships, you know, trying to go and get a new car. Like I said, the insurance company, they say, listen, here's a check. We paid off the vehicle. You can go ahead and get your new one. Mm. But now at this time, credit score dropped down, right? Yeah, yeah. paying some bills. Right. So just being able to, you know, going from having a house, getting approved for a house, and now these creditors, you know, these lenders and stuff are telling me, no, you can't get approved for this car, or the ones that were approved me were giving me like a 29% interest rate, so I'm like, damn, that's crazy, right? Right. So finally, yeah, it was crazy, right? So, so finally, a place, you know, it was called Sierra Finance, Sierra Auto Finance out in Virginia. Shout out they to went on, Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look out for them. So they finally go ahead and they, and they approve me, right? You know, and I was I was cool, I was happy, you know what I'm saying? But I said to myself, I never want to be in the same situation ever again. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, I started learning, right? I think I even paid somebody, I, I paid somebody to fix my credit, but it never really ended up being nothing, right? So, you know, made sure I kept, you know, good on my credit, didn't want to mess up nothing, you know, payment history, everything's good. So let's say fast forward to 2020, let's fast forward to 2020. You know, I say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and just get myself a new house, right? Go ahead and get myself a new house. I'm in the process of everything, but like I said, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. My job was working at Comcast. Comcast was paying me good. It's paying me a lot of money, right? That's paying me like, you know, $120,000 a year. Now, what, what came down was they calculate your overtime. Yeah, yeah. They calculate your overtime and everything on it, but because they cut OT, like literally everything was cut down. Now I had to figure out what am I going to do to make this additional income, right? Mm. I tried to like tint some windows and stuff on the side. That was awesome, really, man. yeah, that, that, that wasn't really cutting it. You know, I was really working like three or four o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Come so, on, man. So, 
let me let me ask a couple of things. One, shout out to Hustle. Like, come on, y'all. Like, some of these some of these youngsters out here, they ain't got the work ethic that my man had. So I, I just wanna. I, there's a couple points that I want you to elaborate on. Mm-hmm. All right. So 21 years old, you decide to buy a house. Who did, did somebody put you on game? Or did you realize real estate is one of the best investments you can make? Like, how did you figure that out at 21 years old? You know, it's crazy because nobody really put me on the game, but I just said to myself, like, do I really want to spend, like, like, you know, now I think of it as 100% interest rate, right? Yeah. I said, if I go ahead and buy this, I know that, you know, properties, they appreciate, right? You know, you buy it for, like, say, 200000 Four mm-hmm. years later, it might be 400000 right. You get that money back, right? Indeed. So, yeah. All right, all right. So, I mean, that's a that's a legit thing. I mean, some people just got it. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. The the that foresight. Uh, the seven thirty at twenty one. Like I, I thought you needed credit history in order to get you a nice score like that. You know what I mean? Like is that one of the myths or like you just? I oh mean, had the hookup or something like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that handsome handout or something. You know what I mean? We talked about that in the previous episode. I don't yeah. know what it is. How, how did that come about, though? So I guess like with uh, with with having like a seven thirty, you can really just have like one account, right? You got mm-hmm. just one account. I guess I never had. I never had no negatives or whatever. But yeah, just yeah. having one account, you know, that's really not going. You know, it's it's like right. it's like for instance. Say you, say you got a kid, right? A kid, mm-hmm. they might not have no negatives, right? They got nothing but pot, like they got one positive account. But like yeah. you don't trust your baby with, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, right? Right, right. You don't know what they're gonna do with it. You never mm-hmm. gave them the amount of money. It's the same thing with credit. Right. So, you know, the lenders are gonna look at you the same exact way. So me having a seven thirty eight or whatever that time yeah. didn't really mean nothing because it's about that credit history. Right, right. Like, that's what I didn't have at first. When did you get your first credit card? Uh, it was once the lenders pretty much told me what I had to actually do. Uh, I, it was like, like I said about a month after that, I did that, made some payments, histories on time, told me to get yeah. a personal loan, and literally six months later, yeah, and I had to come up with uh, my house. The first house I bought was two hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the old Obama first time home buyers credit, they was giving you like basically fifty percent of what the down payment was. Right, right. So I had to come to the table with eight thousand. Okay. They put up eight thousand, so total was like sixteen thousand. Yeah. So that also gave me time to stack my bread up. You okay. Know, go ahead and do some hustling. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the down payment in. Okay. The building the credit piece. That's something that I want to hover on because it's it's one of those things that everybody's fascinated about. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, they don't teach it in school too much. But if you were to give, you know, three solid kind of like to-do points for the average Joe out there or Joanne out there mm-hmm. to uh, build their credit. You know, I've seen things, I've YouTube videos, uh, I've put it in practice um, and, it, and it worked out. But I want to hear from you uh, if you could give like three things that somebody out there could do to turn it in. All right, so one of the first things, so if you are currently renting right now, right, if you're paying rent, you don't own, you can actually go to rentreporters.com and you can backdate your rent up to two years. So if you're paying rent, why not let that, you know, report to your credit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can do, do things like there's an extra debit card. You can do, um, you can go to eCredible. eCredible is a website you can actually go to build up your credit. But I would say you definitely want to have a credit mix, right? You don't want to have just credit cards, right? If you can get a personal loan, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, you know, if you got Navy Federal, just get a personal like I mean, I've done that myself. When right. I was trying to actually get uh, more accounts, because if you go to Credit Karma, it's going to pretty much give you the breakdown. Credit Karma, I'm not going to say use Credit Karma to determine what your credit score is, because it's going to be going off your your Vantage score. Vantage score, you know, can show you can show higher than what your actual FICO score is. Mm-hmm. 
but it's gonna give you the breakdown. It's gonna say you need 21 plus accounts. Don't wanna have no negative accounts, no collections, no charge off, no late payments, no, none of that stuff, right? You can have a couple of hard inquiries, but hard inquiries are just like the, that's the, that's the, they, that's, it's more of as one of the determination where if you got too many of them, Right. The banks look at you like you're thirsty, right? Yeah. So when I mean, you apply for 10 loans, why they not accept you, right? Right, right. So just so uh, you want to have, like I said, personal loans, you got a car loan, um, yeah, just, just a mix of anything. Like I said, I mean, ultimate goal, people, usually people's first biggest investment will be a car loan, and then after that, it's going to be a mortgage. Right, right, right. right. So not so, the, I want to stay on that track, but I just want to make sure everybody gets that point. So basically, no matter whether you're dealing with finances or dealing with women, it's never good to look thirsty. That's kind of what I got. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, fact. Fact. So exactly. the way that, you know, as many hard inquiries that you guys have, you, you don't want to apply for loans the same way y'all send DMs to these random uh, female pages. You don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, so I just, you know what I mean? Because everybody might not talk about to break it down so yeah. everybody can catch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. All right. So the youngin or the olden, whatever, that's out there and... Let's say they watch the Peace King Pod and they had they, they want to hear other, you know, uh, people talking about it. Um, what are some tips that you would give them on their research? I know you, you mentioned a few sites, but uh, if they look at family members or they are there any indicators of like, okay, this person might be doing the right thing. Like you might want to listen to them um, or anything along those lines. Uh, yeah, because I'm going to tell you that there's a lot of stuff that you might see on the internet. Don't believe everything that you see. Even me as a credit expert, I would watch some of this stuff. I'd be like, wow, this stuff is, is crazy. Okay. Um, some of that, you're talking about like, as far as like red flags that could be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get into that. Like red flags. Let's go red flags from uh, the everyday peeps that may be reaching out to you. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if, if you're if you're talking to somebody, right, you know, just just check out their backstory, right? Yeah. You know, if you're looking at Instagram, like I'm real big on Instagram, right? So I like to give out as much value, as much game as I can, you know, um, just like I said, social proof. Mm -hmm. You can't so much if somebody's not really showing their face, you know, it's, it can be skeptical because you can screenshot anything, yeah, even yeah, take yeah. from somebody else's pages. Big you know facts. What I'm saying? Big facts. Um, and then, you know, to see who's actually doing something that's actually different. Because like I said, let's just say, for instance, credit repair, right? Anybody, everybody does credit repair. But what makes them, what makes this person different? Like I said, for me, you know, my goal is not just to one, fix your credit. It's to be able to teach you about how to use your credit, how to leverage your credit, how to invest in passive income opportunities, mm -hmm. how to use that to build a business credit so you can actually use that to literally, like I said, make money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. So think about, think about it like that. Don't just say... You know, hey, he, he can he can get me to a seven hundred credit score. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really it's really a lot to it. I mean, it's it's just this this you know, find somebody who's actually genuine right. that wants to really help you. Okay. Free game versus you're paying for it game. Like, uh what are your thoughts on that? Somebody wanna charge to help you get your credit back right versus the free game that may be out there? Listen, the thing about this is, and it's the sad truth, those who pay actually pay attention, right? Because if I say I'm going to give you this course, but I'm going to give it to you for free, right? More than likely, you're, gonna, you're probably not even going to look at it, right? But if I said I'm going to charge you $10,000 and you know you're going to take it serious, I mean, nobody's charging 10K for credit repair, right? But right. just, you know, it, you just, depending on what your actual goal is, like when I'm talking to people, I want to see what their ultimate goal is. Like, are you, you know, are you even caught up on your bills? Are you, 
are you like, are you trying to do something bigger than just buying a car? Are you trying to like invest in business, right? Just, you know, it's it's free game. Like, like you want you want to get some information out of some free stuff, but you're not gonna get everything. All right, mm. it's just yeah. I mean, I, I can dig it. Kind of like, makes sense. Like, like, to, like, 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 I give free. Like, I, I, I give free game. Like, I have, I got free mini courses. I want you to use that to kind of like, you know, build up my trustees. I can, I can actually offer. So it's a combination of, like I said, both of everything. But you know, it's it costs to be the boss. All right. Come on now, take money to make money, man. It costs money to make money. Man. I want to say too, just to highlight that because I know on your page you have a lot of those, right? Like you have the free courses on your page. So definitely go follow them if you didn't already. Make sure you follow them before this. Uh, episode is over um because a lot of the reels you give out some tips and some game but at the end it's always like you know what i'm saying referring them to the course this is more info you get tied to it so obviously from a, a minute minute and a half reel you're not going to be able to really get everything but mm -hmm. it's still solid um points in there but one, one thing one of the things you said i think is important to highlight um is the fact that people do like want credit scores but i think really it's just become more of a status symbol people don't really even that's why it's good we have here people don't understand the depth of credit, right? And the things that you can do and how to leverage it. Um, they want a 700 just to have it, a 750 or 800 just to have it, but it's like, then what are you gonna do with it then? Mm -hmm. Right, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to buy a car makes no sense, especially yeah. when a car depreciates, right? Even if you wanna buy a property, it's like, okay, but where's the property? Is this gonna turn into an investment property or is it strictly residential? And then from there, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you, because even when it comes to taking equity out your home, once it's enough there and then get another property, like it's different levels to it, right? And even when it comes to business, um, and leveraging your personal credit to get business credit, right? So it's like so many things. That's why I think it's dope that you take it that extra level and ask these questions rather than just doing credit repair alone. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, just, that's some good facts right there, yeah. I want to see if you could dive into that a little bit. The personal credit versus the business credit and how you can leverage one for the other. Yeah, so it's a, it's a think about it as like, if, what you get on the personal side, the business side, the business side, you might get three extra amount, all right. So say for they give you say twenty thousand dollars on the personal side, you may get sixty thousand just starting off, right? But the big difference between like a personal credit card and a business credit card on the personal side, it's a uh, you got this thing is called debt to you know what is it called credit card utilization, right? Also known as like debt to income, right? Well, not debt to income, but credit card utilization, right? If you max out a credit card on the personal side, it's going to drop your credit score by it's thirty percent your credit score. It can drop your credit score by 165 points. When you put it on the business side, mind you, again, we're going to be getting three times the amount, right? They got even business loans up to $50,000 in those docs, right? So you can take things from the personal side. Like once you start building a business credit, you start getting the, the tier one accounts, tier two, tier threes, and the net thirties and all that stuff. You can take things from the personal side, transfer it to the business side. If you got like, you know, vehicles that's over 6,000 pounds, that's why you see a lot of entrepreneurs, they drive like the Range Rovers and mm -hmm. Escalades and stuff, tax write off, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You can actually take that stuff, transfer that over to the business side, and then that also alleviates some of your debt on the personal side. So if you want to get yourself a $300,000, $400,000 home, well, $300,000 is kind of a, that's, you can get a home for $300,000, let's say 15, 20 years ago. Now, $300,000 don't really do much for you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just a, uh, with the business side, you can do you can do much more. Like at one point in time, I used to try to figure out like how these people out here getting these skyscrapers, how they right, building right. these 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 businesses and making money off of it. And it's just you know once you start a business, it's like it's like free money, right? Mm -hmm. You got a seven hundred you know seven hundred credit score at least. Let's say a six eighty credit score. 
your your uh, your personal credit, like personal credit is gonna be like the foundation. Business credit is like, you know, you 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 know, that's like the limit right there, like the sky's the limit right there, right? Mm -hmm. You can um you know, use other people's money to make money. If you get fifty thousand dollars and you can turn fifty thousand dollars into a hundred thousand, that's better than you trying to use your own money. I'm saying, he give y'all game right now. Nah, he give y'all game for the entrepreneurs out there. Is that something you would recommend? Like, let's say there's entrepreneurs and they're using their personal credit cards or their personal money. Would you recommend them to look into a business credit card or business loans? Uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I had this client. Uh, it's like actually one of my favorite clients. Her name is Jessica. Right. I was able to get her a fifty thousand dollar credit card, right? And you know, asked her like, "What do you do for a living?" Right? So she was actually, she was actually in like the health industry, right? And she knows like what she wanted to do. So I told her, I said, "Listen, why don't you go ahead and get yourself, you know, do like a vending massage chair?" So exactly what to do? I said, "Go to vendingmassagechairstore.com, right? Go in there, you know, talk to the vendors, and use that fifty thousand dollars to buy as many massage chairs as you can." So she was able to work out a deal. She got twenty. She got twenty vending massage chairs. Each of the massage chairs, once you, once you figure out where she can put them at, you know, malls, casinos, rest stops, any places like that, right? The lowest one was giving her about $700 a month, but on average, you know, let's say about $1,000 a month, someone with mm -hmm. $1,300. Mm -hmm. If you had just one, you know, making $1,000 is really not a lot, right? But imagine if you got 20 of them, she had 20 of them. So now she's bringing on average $20,000 a month off of using other people's money, a business credit card for $50,000. So now she got a passive income of $20,000 and it gets better than that. I just told her, I said, look, so go out here, find somebody that can do it, you know, manage the machines, you know, manage, mm -hmm. you know, collect the money on it, paying $5,000 a month. So now she's pocketing $15,000 every single month. No so do the math. 15, 30, 45, 60. After four months, you had $60,000. You got a loan for 50000 so now you're up 10. Now, for the rest of your life, or however long you want to do this, mm -hmm. you got a passive income source, literally like 15K, and you ain't got to do nothing, right? And that's just literally, unless you know the vendor says, hey, I don't want this here no more. So I told her, take that money, you can either want get another loan, or just get 20 more and then just, just go from there and use that money to invest in another property. You gotta make sure you do it the right way. Like you don't want to get fifty thousand dollars and go out here and just let's say say you get a loan for a hundred thousand dollars. Don't go out here and buy and just buy a Hellcat, right? Right, right, right. That's right. not gonna make you no money. Exactly. Use, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got, you gotta be smart. Yeah, man. yeah. One, let's make some noise for that advice. My man changed shorty life. No disrespect to right. Jessica. You know what I'm saying? I just say shorty. <laughs> but hey. Mad gems right here, first half, you know what I mean? Hey, second half, you know we gotta get a little bit more spicy. You know what I'm saying? I can't leave without saying this too, though. I mean, this is a quick OPB, bro. It's other people's paper. You know what I'm saying? We should not throw it out there. You know what I mean? But I just wanna speak to that, just like a quick little testimony, because like when I first started, like this is my folding brand, Stanley Cloth. I got a cheesecake brand as well. You know what I mean? And I be going on eight years now with the clothing. But when I first started, I did not do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I use all my own bread. I don't put so much bread into the business. Um, like really liquid cash, you know what I'm saying? Credit, you know what I mean? All of that. And it's like, at that time, it was really like a rush play. You know what I mean? Because I actually was involved with some real estate things at the time. And my partner, I was working with, I could just see things kind of turning left. So I was like, you know what? Before the well dries up, let me, let me go ahead and put it into my business because I had to plan for it already. But I didn't plan it out far enough, right? And it was a similar situation, like you said, when you had good credit at the time, 
you didn't utilize it, but then later when you tried to get the car, now your credit took a hit, it was the same thing. Like now when I want to do something with the business credit, I can't because now my, cause my personal credit took such a hit. So I definitely just want to emphasize that, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's so important, like to come out the game with a game plan and try to build your business credit first before you start your business and really put it in high gear because it will really take you much, much further um, than just using your own breath. Yeah. Can I say one last thing on that too? Absolutely. Look, I did the same thing. Mm. I listen, that's why I got this tattoo. This tattoo says no risk, no reward. Mm. One of the biggest things that I ever did was actually risking my own money to basically get to the point to where I was like, I really was spending a thousand dollars a day on ads, right? Now I had known about but here's the thing about this, when I was spending a thousand dollars a day on ads, here's the thing. If I went like a day or two, I ain't making money, now I'm down two thousand dollars. Now had I known about using business credit at the time when I was just got my business started. I use the credit card. I would have just kept on going, and that could have, you know, you don't always make money the same day. But that's pretty much what that is. So and your just, personal just, life ain't affected. You still exactly. get to do whatever you want to do in your personal exactly. life. So, yeah. Like, yeah. so I definitely felt that right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Come on now, y'all getting some gems now. Y'all getting some gems. We talk about health, wealth, and relationships heavy on the wealth today, man. Come on, man. Make sure y'all follow my guy. We're gonna be right back. Jaren hits in the building. Y'all already know it's Tramaris. OVHD. We in the game, coach. We're going to be back. You are now tuned in to the Peace King Podcast. Delve into a remarkable collection of 100 thought-provoking quotes in this book, each one a reflection of life brimming with diverse experiences. Dontrell Ford's journey, marked by the profound chapters of marriage, the trials of divorce, and the joys of parenting both a biological son and a cherished bonus daughter, has provided the fertile ground for these words of wisdom. As you explore the pages, you'll find that these quotes are more than just words. They are an invaluable life lessons born from the crucible of real experiences. Dontrell's belief that he is an amalgamation of the places he's explored, the people he's encountered, and the experiences he has embraced infuses each quote with depth and authenticity. This book is your gateway to a journey of reflection, growth, and inspiration, where you'll uncover timeless insights that resonate with the very essence of your own life's voyage. Stay hungry because name one person at the top who hasn't. Our designs are catered toward the ambitious, created to inspire those who strive to maximize their potential in everything they do. We make pieces simple enough to be worn with a number of outfit options, but flashy enough to still turn heads and make a statement. At Stay Hungry Cloth, you can expect high quality materials made to live through many wears and proper wash cycles with a fit that is fashionable, but comfortable. Most of our styles are unisex, but we also have pieces just for you ladies. No matter if you are a sneakerhead, fitness addict who likes to be fly, or someone who just loves a dope t-shirt with a message, we got you covered. Members of the Peace Kingdom, we have an exclusive offer just for you. Visit stayhungrycloth.com and enjoy 15% off your first order with the code PKP15, use at checkout. That's PKP15 for 15% off your first order at stayhungrycloth.com. Stay Hungry Cloth, ambition is a lifestyle. You are now tuned in to the Peace King Podcast. Welcome back. Come on, man. Hopefully you subscribe to at Peace King Pod, follow at Peace King Pod on the gram, follow at the Hungry HD, follow... At Trell underscore Maurice. (laughs) 
<laughs> and follow Jake underscore the CEO. There you go, man. Hey, we in the house. We in the house. Hey, man, in the first half, y'all got a lot of gems. Yeah. Man. A lot of gems, uh, the, whether you're young and old, male or female, mm-hmm. uh, dog or cat. I don't know. Tell your owners to listen up. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know where that came from, but it just felt good. Uh, either way, everybody got something to, to listen to and to apply to their life to build their credit up. Come on, personal yeah. and business. We in there. But, um... It's one of those taboo things at times when you try to get to know somebody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Shorty Ordy try to know the man, man try to know the Shorty Ordy at the beginning. And it's one of those things that people can consider deal breakers, red flags when the credit is crazy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or non existent, or they're looking for somebody that they can build with. And uh, want to see indicators that the portfolio is on point, or the credit score, uh, or those are so things associated with that is on point. But I just wanted to get your your two cents on it. Let's start with dating. All right. Do you recommend or not recommend, uh, or your just overall thoughts when it comes to a mate, learning someone, and credit or dating? Do you think that's something that should be coming up? Should be talked about, or, or what? Yeah, definitely. I think it really depends on, like I said, what your ultimate end goal is. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because uh, some people feel like, you know, hey, you should go 50-50. Me? Listen, I'm the guy. I'm the man. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind paying for certain things, but I want you to be able to put up what you can do. Like, if, okay. I'm, if I'm paying the bills in the house, yeah. listen, at least I should come home to a clean kitchen. You know what I'm mm. saying? Food on the dinner table. Okay. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So it's it's like listen, what I can do, you're yeah. supposed to be my better better half. Hey, right? I ain't mad at it. Now in the situation where you know, if you're in the situation where you're doing really good for yourself, and you gotta kind of be careful for certain. You know, me as a guy, watch out for women. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they could take advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they might say, "Hey, well, what you how much you making? Mm. What's your what's your credit score?" That they uh, situation where they. Down in the dumps, you know what I'm saying? They struggling. They, mm. you know, section section eight. You know, they might do a little whatever they can do to get yeah. you in there, and you know, you 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 put that ring on your finger. Mm. So I, I think it really all depends on, you know, like I said, just just don't get distracted by looks. Yeah, yeah. That can be that can be deceiving. So definitely, y'all need to have the same the same mindset. Yeah. You know, me. I, I mean, I don't care what my girl makes. Yeah. Long as she's doing her part. You know, just mm. don't. I don't want to come home. You just sit on the couch all day, and that's yeah. it. Nah, I could date that. I could date that. Um, spending habits is that something that you look into, like, or you observe during the getting to know phase? And you're like, hold on, now. this is. I'm a little concerned here. You yeah, know? <laughs> I would say depending on what you're spending it on. You know what I'm saying? If it's mm-hmm. if you spend it on stuff that's not gonna really help you in the future, like say for instance, you spend it on liquor, right? You going out to the clubs every weekend, you spend it three, four hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I don't got nothing people ain't nothing wrong with smoking or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That ganja is that's cool, that's perfectly fine. But if you're not saving up nothing else, you can barely pay your car note, but you're going out every week and you know, just spending your money on this, yeah. Uh, going, you know, then then that's going to be an issue for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big so, fast, big fast. Priorities, y'all. Yeah, get your priorities in order. I, I mean, I think your financial game, at least for a man, 
when that is on point and building that up as you're young, I mean, you started when you was 21 years old. It's one of the mm-hmm. things that I try to put the youngest on early. Like, yo, build yourself. Of course, mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, financially. Like, you gotta, you can't, you know, put that to the wayside. And I think sometimes as men, we put, we place our value mm-hmm. heavily into the financial side. So for me, you know, when I look at the youngins that are doing it right, I applaud them. And for those others, I just encourage them like, hey, just build yourself up, mm-hmm. definitely financially early, get stable. And in my opinion, I think it can increase your confidence when you start dating and such. Not to flaunt it, but I think you could date a little bit more securely. Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime you, it's just like add more, you know. What they say, he in his bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you add more tools to the trade, more tricks to the bag. It's like with anything else, the more confident you should be because, you know, you got more things at your your disposal and more attributes, right, to build you up. Um, And one of the things about starting early, too, I feel like a lot of times the one thing we don't plan for, especially when we have, like, grandiose ideas and plans, is for mistakes, right, and for, like, um, the unfortunate things that happen. And one thing for sure, two things for certain, is going to be, you know what I'm saying, like problems. It's going to be adversity. It's going to be mistakes. So with that being said, the earlier you start, the earlier you run into those mistakes, the earlier you get mm-hmm. to correct them and get on the right course. And um, that gives you, I feel like, a, a longer runway of success and more ups and downs, right, and being on the right side of things. So I think everything that y'all are saying is, is uh, super important. Um, and I, hopefully, you know, as we grow and, and we get, even younger men, you know what I'm saying, are following us and listening. Um, these are a lot of things that can help them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So we we oftentimes, right, I hear a lot of men, and I've even said this myself, you know, I could care less what the money, what the woman makes. Mm. I don't care how much money she makes. Uh I don't ask, but I kinda do care <laughs> if she got student loans, it's like ninety thousand dollars, oh, yeah, hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo. Know, <sighs> Is she fine? Fine? No. I mean, we can come up with a plan <laughs> mm-hmm. to break that down. Nah, but, I mean, you can't be. I, I be hearing You a can't lot be of, trash. Can't cook, and your student loans crazy. I like, hear a lot of horror over. stories too. That's wild. Yeah. But what you got? No, I'm just saying. I hear a lot of horror stories too. Like I talk to people, they trying to get their their credit fixed because they got in a divorce, and now they got to you know take on the other person's debt, the student loans and stuff. So it's like, wow, like that stuff is crazy. But there's another point, just to like jumping back on what you were saying, right? So. For me, I ain't going to hold you. Like, when I make a lot of money, man, I'm the happiest man in the world. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to say certain numbers and stuff and get everybody out of if you, you know what I'm saying? But this, let's just say easy. I'm saying if I make like 10K a day, man, mm-hmm. I'm going to be down there. I'm going to meet my girl at the front door. Yo, how you doing, baby girl? What's up? You, you want a massage? You know what I'm saying? And even her, you know, she making some money. She making some commission. She's like, yo, I made it. So it's kind of like you want to have that kind of mm-hmm. that relationship. You know, I want somebody that's going to push me. So if it's, you know, like, it's like going to the gym, right? You go into the gym. If you go to the gym by yourself and you don't got nobody that's going to be there to say, you know, give me five more, five more push-ups, five Mm -hmm. more pull-ups, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm done. Right? But the personal trainer is going to push you. I want my girl to be able to push me to do better, to keep, you know, to keep on striving. Because at the end of the day, the more, you know, the harder I go, the better that we can do, you know what I'm saying, for the family and all that stuff. So I, you know, in that aspect, you know, for me, that part, that part right there is important. I want somebody to be able to push me. Don't just, oh, you're okay. You made $100 a day. Okay, cool. Nah, you, you need to push me. Yeah, man. Hey, women be a motivation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, partnership in general, uh, motivation. So it's, you know, kind of like, all right, I don't care how much she mates or such, but 
I mean, if she's financially set and she's on point, let's say she has more. I mean, it makes you think of the business side of the relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you looking for a mate, you know, people say it is a business. There's love, of course. That should be the foundation. That should be the core. But a part of it is business. I mean, back in the day, you used to have families that were set up and arranged for marriages because they knew mm -hmm. that this family, you know what I mean, maybe was farmers, this family owned markets. So it was like, oh, well, my son will marry your daughter. And then it was still <laughs> prosper. You know what I mean? Like, it was just arranged back in the day. So I, I think it's not a bad deal that if you are interested in a mate and you can see, okay, you have this skill, I have this skill, mm -hmm. we can actually merge entities and then we can build an empire together. Um, and that's different than you constantly hear like, I don't care how much she makes, I don't care how much she makes. But I say, don't be blind to it. I'm not saying, you know, go after to try to use someone. But if it just so happens that she's on point with it or he's on point with it, I encourage to use that. I mean, I was just talking with someone earlier, her, her partner buying buildings and stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's big time. Yeah. That's next level partnership. I feel like that's the truth. That's just have a partnership. No. It's a merger. And you got to know yourself too. Sometimes it's other nuance and aspects to it because I'm somebody that, you know, habitually don't like people in my face all day. You know what I'm saying? So for me, if you don't have a lot going on, or if, you, or if you're just content where you are, the more likely you're going to have more free time. The more free time you have, the more you're going to be in my face. And that's like, that's not going to work for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I've always appreciated situations where it's like, I know you get into it too. And you have like high aspirations, then I know you're going to be getting to it. So I'm going to be getting to it. So we got a lot of time apart. And then when we come together, we can really lock in and grow and, you know what I'm saying, appreciate each other's time. So I think just knowing yourself and know you know what you like and what you want to align with is very important. And just like to touch on something you said earlier, because I think it's something that women sometimes are confused about or just don't understand. And then I think it's just the aspect of being a provider for men, right? I think that's where the, the money attachment comes from. Mm -hmm. Because same thing, like if I'm in a situation, I, countless men in my life, right, that I know, whether it's my dad or uncle, whoever, it's like, well, you ain't getting no bread. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not feeling nothing. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, and it ain't nothing nobody could do to change that. I think a lot of time that frustrates a woman you're in a relationship with because she feels like she's doing all she can um, and trying to build you up and do certain things. But it's like, yo, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's not a knock on women. I just need you guys to understand that until he's right with how you going to win if you ain't right within. You know what I'm saying? Like Easy. until he's right within himself, Bars, until he's, you know now. what I'm saying? Until he's getting what he wants to get, it's not really much you can do. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I'm not saying to stop doing what you're doing, but understand to not take it so hard on yourself at the same time. Indeed. Y'all got to get hip to this, all right? Especially uh, for the young young kings out there, right? It's Peace King. We didn't do a, a your bugging segment, but I'm going to say you're bugging if you're not taking heed to the advice given. Yeah. Uh, the smarter you are, what I've learned in life, you know, especially dealing with the ladies and such, is... Uh, ladies like learning from the guy. I think it's I a natural so. thing. I think it's a part of like the leadership. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Uh, so if you become smart, it's something that everyone deals with finances and the freedom thereof. You know what I mean? And it's I mean it's one of the 
illest tools or resources known to man mm-hmm. because it grants you the mm-hmm. freedom. You get smarter than that, it's going to help you. I mean, and so I like the point that you made that um, I think the finances are directly related to your mental. Mm-hmm. And uh, just you saying, hey, I made this amount. It kind of changes the course of my day. I feel light on my feet. I want to do more. Like, I'm happy. Chest out a little bit. I'm walking a little taller. <laughs> You know what I mean? Short kings, get that bread. Stand on your bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, son, you gotta figure it out. Yo, I, I, I gotta speak on this right here. Like, like this, 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 this topic right here is just wild. And I, you know, I listen. My, my, my girl watches this. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the person I'm about talking about, she gonna watch this too. And that's cool. That's perfectly fine. But it's very important that, like, to, to when it comes down to the money, it's gotta be about the right person, right? Yeah. Because I've had a, I, I, this is a real life stuff. I, don't, I cannot make this stuff up, right? I had a girl, uh, man, she she had a business. She, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But when I, when I came into her life, you know what I'm saying? She, and I took her literally from making $4,000, $4,500 a month, which is still cool. You're running your own business, right? To making 65000 a month. She went from that to 65000 within like three to four months. Me telling her how to do different things, how to market, right? Everything was all cool when she wasn't making a lot of money. When mm-hmm. she wasn't making a lot of money, guess what? I got gifts. She was buying me stuff. She was buying me, you know, shoes, Balenciaga, like all that stuff. Yeah. So she started making all this money. Now she's trying to compete with me. You know what I'm saying? She trying to buy cars more expensive than me. She went on and bought a. Uh, now she really gonna know who it's is. <laughs> <laughs> she bought a. She bought a BMW. Uh, uh, M8. You know what I'm saying? Like a hundred. Like a hundred. Like you know, over a hundred thousand dollars. She beat. She trying to pass me. You know what Come I'm saying? On, so now she got to the point where she got this high class. She's buying like these these eight thousand dollar purses. I can't even think of the names offhand. The Birkin know, joints. The Birkins. All that yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. So now she just felt like you know, yo, I'm. Yo, I'm the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, the, yeah. We can cuss on here, right? Yo, absolutely. <laughs> Speak your yeah, piece, yeah. bro. Right, listen. Yeah, Let yeah, her know. She, she and just, you should you ain't bought my man no bus down. Uh, she listen, she just felt like she the shit, yo. And literally, the yo, you could not tea. tell her nothing. Now at this point in her life, now she's out in the club, she's out in the streets. Come on now. And I'm just like, damn, yo. And now here comes Christmas time. She's making all this money. And guess what I get? Some I might get a bottle of wine or something like that for Christmas. And I'm like, damn. That's crazy. So, wow. Ultimate goal is you just got to make sure that it's the right person. So, if you find yeah. somebody that you're going to make money with, if she with you, she wants to help you make some money, make yeah. sure it's a person that's in it for you and not just trying to take advantage of you to get to a certain point Facts. to, you know, be with somebody else. Come on, you know man. what I'm saying? We got to get some love so, to that. Uh, we got to get some love to that. That ain't love for you, Shaquana. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, need no, no disrespect to the Shaquanas of the world. And that's that's a that's a real story, y'all. You know what I'm real. saying? Hey, so, yeah. we like real stories. How do you know? Kids. I mean, because when you hear that, right, four thousand four hundred and forty-five. I think that was the number you said. Forty-five. Yeah. yeah. Are you adding man? No, I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't think that's what he said. I, but, think, you know. I think that was the exact number. Forty-five hundred or four thousand four hundred forty-four. Like, what she was making more? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was making like forty-five hundred a month in her in her time. That's what I said. I said forty-five. But anyways, yo, she made, she went from that to sixty five k. Yeah. What was your IG again? <laughs> that ain't about to be flooded. Fifty years about to be I, I got the screenshots of her shouting me out when she went from you know what I'm saying that to that. Like I guess I don't want to put the information out there, but hey, how long that took? It was like four months. Within like Crazy. four months. You know what I'm saying? And she you know she she was she was working a decent job. Yeah, it was it was it was about that credit. Yeah, 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 credit yeah. Stuff, yeah. She was doing certain things like she 
she had the ideas, but she didn't know how to execute about it. Come me, on, I don't know how this got a natural thing for like marketing. Yeah, I just yeah, came yeah. with ideas and stuff, and then you know, like I said, it just worked. Come on, nah. but sure, the only she 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 was she, she listened good. How, she know how to watch. How do you how do you how do you differentiate? Like, sure, they trying to get at me because of me. Oh yeah. Or she trying to sneak and get this knowledge because she see my successes. How do you how are you deter how do you, can you determine that? Have you struggled with determining that? Like if they trying to use you for your knowledge because they see the profile, they see the mass following, they see the success. Mm-hmm. Um, are there certain questions you may ask? Are there certain behaviors you may see that gives you an indicator like I don't know if she in it with, for me or for uh them them zeros? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because like right now, obviously I'm not with her no more. But mm-hmm. when I left her, she was like, Yeah, anybody that you ever get with, they gonna be with you for your money. So look, check this out. I'm talking to somebody now. I mean, I got a girl now, she's amazing, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So we ain't got I ain't gotta worry Shout about out. that, you know what I'm saying? But uh I'm gonna see what you gonna do, you know what I'm saying? Are you gonna ask me every week, can you get my nails done? Mm. Matter of fact, the girl I was talking to, I did my girl now, right? I said the same thing to her. I was about to cut her off, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because she was asking me for this. So I'm gonna see what you're gonna do. What What are you willing to do? Mm. Are you gonna, you know, pay for, you know, if we go to the club? Are you gonna pay for parking? Something simple, mm. you know what I'm saying? Something I pay, light. I pay, I pay for dinner, but mm. I want to see what you're about. Okay. If you If you're making ten dollars an hour, but you're willing to go ahead and spend, you know, a hundred dollars on me, listen, I'm I'm about that. So I just keep that in mind, and um. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's sometimes sometimes it could be tough, but I yeah, I definitely when you when you in that situation where you're making good money, yeah, you gotta make you gotta you gotta ask these questions. You gotta see how she acts, see how she reacts when you don't give her stuff. I mean, it's sad yeah. to say because some women are really just good women, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so, that's big. That's big. Yeah. Ladies, you know, men like being men like the random things too. I don't Hell like, yeah. You know, I I'm the type that I spend the bread when we go out on the dates. When we, you know, I, I I I like enjoy it. It just makes me feel, mm-hmm. I don't know more as of a man. I guess more in that mm-hmm. provider ish. Not saying I gotta provide for the show. The audience, she ain't my woman. Woman, you know what I'm saying? It just makes me feel good. But to your point, like yo, if she does be like. Um, you know, we just went out to dinner. We want to go somewhere else, and you know, the valet only takes cash. And it's like, oh, I gotta go to ATM. And she like, oh no, 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 I got. You know, yeah. it'd be those yeah, little yeah. things. It's like, smallest you know things. What I mean? That's yeah. mad things. lit. I'm it's taking. The smallest things. I'm taking notes. I'm taking note of that. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Nice. Like, you, you're a good one. Facts. You know what I mean? And then if she get that guy got in the car, then it's even more. Up. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I do. I do the same. I do the same thing for friends too. Yeah. Whether you know, friend, uh, get female friends, male friends. You know, it's just the smallest things for me. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, nah, that's big facts. Don't, don't be like, oh, he, he, this is Jerron. You got big money. Listen, yeah. if you if you got that 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 attitude towards me, like, oh yeah, you got you can pay for dinner for everybody. I'll buy that. Nah, uh uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, that's mad lame. And then you know, I'm the type that I ain't. We're not keeping a ledger on. Okay, I pay for this. Okay, so it's your turn yeah, to pay for nah. that. You should. It's like just know. Like you should just know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You if both. I got this round, Facts. it should be like I. You should just know, but if I got mm-hmm. it, if I continue, if I get three rounds, then I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, you're yeah. gonna clearly see. Yeah. And then okay, so let's just. Do, nah, that's fast. This is right something there. I that's actually exactly never. This is something I never ever uh, thought about or spoke of before. All right. 
Let's say we out and it's a good night. We going. Let's say we gonna have like four to five drinks. Okay, how many times are we gonna go back to back with the rounds? And especially it's like, oh Lord, if you drinking, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you drinking super top shelf yeah, and I'm yeah. not, and I get the it ain't really adding up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like with the balance. I ain't trying to keep a legend, but you drinking McCallan, you know what I mean, whatever number, and that junk is bad bread, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Show the <you> over <laughs> One person taking shots of goddamn Casamigos, you taking shots of Classy uh, mm. Azul. It's like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little different. But yeah, nonetheless, yeah. uh, I'll be like, all right, we're going to go back and forth with paying the shot. That's only going to go for like three, four rounds. If you drinking, drinking, okay, now we just go by yourself. Yeah. You just got to be smart about it. All right, yeah, yeah. let's go into some of these myths. All right, because, you know, we hear so many things when it comes to bread, when it comes to relationships and money and like, ah, you need to ask about the credit score right up. If they got this number, then they're lost cause. Don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, what are some of the biggest myths when it comes to just credit or money overall? And then uh, when you talk about finding a partner or what's recoverable or what's not, you know what I mean? Anything jump out at you with that? You're saying like as far as like like myths? Yeah, myths. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if if they got, let's say a woman, she asking, and a dude got like, uh, let's say he just got out. I don't. I ain't even gonna say that. Let's just say he just didn't manage it all that well. He got like a five hundred, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, he's a lost cause. He's a great man, but he's a lost cause. It's never recoverable. Whatever. Like, I'm not gonna deal with it because it's not where I wanted to be. Is she correct? Is she feeling right? Or is that a myth? That like, hold on. Like, wait. That he can recover if he put in a solid game plan. I mean, I feel like anybody can recover from anything. Because, I mean, I know a lot of people. I mean, I talk to people, like I said, all day, every single day. A lot of people, they didn't been locked up, did these crimes, and now they millionaires and stuff like that. Right, you know right, right. They're doing better than people that went, did, you know, four years in college, you know what I'm saying? Darkest mm-hmm. degrees. Yeah. You know, you can go from a 500 credit score to a 700 credit score. Like, so don't. People can change. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, people will say, hey, once a cheater, always a cheater. Not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? I'm a much better man than what I was when I was 17, 18 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Play fast. Play fast. Yeah. Anything is possible. Word, word. So you think that they could break a habit. Their spending habits were trash. They use credit horribly. They could become financially disciplined. Yep. A lot of times it just takes, you know, you might even have to be at a, a, a really low point, like. Might be damn near homeless, you know what I'm saying? Before you realize, you know, it could be something significant that happens as far as you having a family, you having a kid. Now you're going all out for for your son or for your daughter, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I trust me, I I hear that stuff all the time. So, definitely. I mean, I, you know, when I was working, I was working at Dish, or I was working at Comcast, there was a guy, uh, his name was Seth. I don't know if he's gonna watch this, but hey, guess what? I don't even care. This man was always getting in and out of trouble. You know, in and out of trouble with the law, you know what I'm saying? But he met this girl that was really good, that was amazing to him, and it pretty much changed his whole life. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing with, I feel like, like I said, with anything, you know what I'm saying? You meet the right person. Nah, that's big facts. It can, it can really correct you. Yeah, I got a, I got a homie. My bad, I mean, cut you off. I got, good. I got a homie. He was in a, he was in the military. He got out the military. You know what I mean? He was doing fine. He met this woman who was just real savvy in business. My man got three businesses now. And it's businesses that you wouldn't think of, but he's doing very well. Like a balloon business, mm. an ice cream shop. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. those type. But he's doing very well because she kind of opened his eyes to like different things. So um, you never know when you're gonna come across something. That's, somebody who's gonna just drop knowledge and uh, change the course that that you're on right now. Like when you watch this episode of Peace King Podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> My man Jada CEO change, change over here. He yep. can switch it up. <laughs> all right. But yeah, all these dating sites that I be seeing or or. or Online dating shows, I see they be like, he gotta be this and that, and have a seven hundred some credit score. It'd be like, you might be limiting your blessing. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So uh, just know that if it ain't where you think it needs to be, it can be there. They just gotta be uh, financially smart with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, I mean, I think we should before we end it out with a speaking piece or something like that. Uh, we touched on red flags, but you know, in twenty, I seen songs like "Cats with Scammers." Like you know, he like oh. they were singing songs, teaching people how to scams, and then the PPP loans and all that was going, oh, crazy. going crazy. But um, can you talk about like a red flag? We talk about people, but like with a scammer or uh, just a opportunity, business opportunities, like just sounds too good to be true. We just seen how. Yeah, DJ Envy and them and all. Yeah, I mean, you kind of like just said it right there. If it sounds too good to be true, I mean, I, a lot of people, y'all know about the cash app scam that's been going around for the longest time for I don't know two, three years. Here, take you know, a hundred dollars turn into ten thousand. Come on now, without doing no work, you know what I'm saying? Is sometimes the stuff can sound really good. It can, yeah, yeah. it can it can be legit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Even like like you know this thing got to do with credit, but uh, there was this thing going around for like like UPS. They do it around the holidays and stuff. You everybody's shipping these packages, and you know you trying to get this stuff delivered on you know on time to your loved ones. Hey, listen, your package was delivered to the wrong address, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You get you get that joint? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it, I ain't gonna lie, it got me last year until I realized. I said, wait a minute. I, yeah, I put it, on, it was on my Apple card. I said, damn, you know, I'm trying to hurry up get something there. You know, it was like two days before Christmas. I'm I'm, I'm late sometimes with stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. They just asked me for a, a re-delivery fee. Mm. But why? I, just, I thought about it afterwards. I said, damn, let me hurry up and cancel this card. But the fact that I used credit, you know, yeah, it, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like the stuff, you just, you really got to think about it. It can, it can, like, people are brilliant. You know, you got AI that can actually, like I said, clone your voice. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yes. saying? That can be scary. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So I mean, it's just you know, it it's it's you got to put in work. If you if you tell somebody's telling you that you can make a hundred thousand dollars literally just from just sending two hundred dollars, you know, something simple like, come on now, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's not gonna be this. Because if that's the case, why are you telling everybody everybody else about it? Come on, now. why don't you do it yourself, right? In fact, in fact, so it's. Yeah, it's just you got to think about the red flags, you know. You got to put it into work. Like, you know, I would say it costs money to make money, but. Come on, man. You talking that talk. All right, I did I did have one more that uh, I didn't hit on earlier. Uh, debit versus credit. Uh, pros versus the con. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. So when you're using credit, I always recommend using credit. Now, like I said, I wasn't always like that before I wasn't, you know, before I was educated about the benefits of using credit. But with credit, one, you got a whole bunch of, it's, it's you're more secure, right? If something happens, your car gets stolen or lost or whatever, you can say, hey, listen, my car was stolen. You know, this is fraud. You can get that money back. Mm-hmm. On top of that, too, if you're using a credit card with rewards points, we was talking about early behind the mm-hmm. scenes with, you know, you got that, uh, 
uh, what was it, American Express. You know, yeah, you get yeah. the rewards points. You can travel yeah, yeah. and stuff for free. Those are the benefits that you can actually use. So imagine you spend a hundred thousand. Well, let's just say something more realistic. Let's say five thousand dollars a month. You got your mortgage and all that stuff, mm -hmm. and you got a three percent cash back. You getting that money back versus using your debit card. You ain't getting that back. Come on, you know now. what I'm saying? So it's just it's always beneficial to use OPM, other people's money. You can Facts. take that, you can pay that back, and as yeah. you're using that credit card, you're building that history, and now. Your credit limit is going to be able to go up. It's going to be able to increase. If you start off with a $5,000 limit, by the time you set and done, five years later or, or just even two two years later, now you got this this whole sky limit. And like mm. I said, I thought to myself, I said, well, I make slow money if I can make fast money, mm. right? So we also was talking about, like I said, when I was starting my business, I was using my own money, which is technically would be considered debit. Debit is like the money that you got into your account. So because I was using my own money, I didn't make money. Now I'm scared. I'm trying to, like, you know what? I don't want to spend no more money on ads because what if I don't make this money back? Mm -hmm. But if it's on somebody else's expense, it's other people's money. Facts. Guess what? It's much more, it's much less riskier. And you go and you, and you, you know, you can make that money back faster. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I would definitely always recommend using credit card over debit, debit card. Come on, okay? now. Even listen, listen, check this out. I'm gonna say this last one right here. Hey man, we listen. Everybody knows who Floyd Mayweather is, right? If you're watching this, to. you should know who Floyd Mayweather mm -hmm. is, right? You know this man is a multimillionaire. He might even be a billionaire at this point. Mm -hmm. I don't even know, right? But this man, everybody knows he got capital, but he will literally he he did this investment. He did this interview where he spent uh he uh he got a he got a he got a proof. I'm trying to think what he got proof for, but he he used credit. He used credit to be able to make $300,000 a month on a real estate property. Mm. So using credit, even though he got his own cash, if he's using credit, why are we not using credit? Right. So using credit to make $300,000, $300 million a month? Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Hey, man. Shout oh. out to OPM. Yeah. I love people's money. Yeah. I did have... That might be a good name, but a joint. I don't know. Nah, it is. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did have one question too. Um, something I seen you talk about before, and I just feel like this would be good for clarity, just for my personal, but everybody out there too. I see you say something about um, paying yourself, and like you explaining like ADP and that whole process. So I was just trying to, you know, get a clear understanding on that and, and what the benefit of it was okay. or is. I should say. All right. So yeah, the theory behind that is so if you're if you're an entrepreneur, right? You're a business owner, right? You're not getting like paychecks every two weeks, right? right, right. It's, you know, you're you're not a W two employee. Typically, when you're trying to go apply for things, whether it's a house or a car or even just a big, you know, a big business loan, right? They need to show you need to show proof of income. Mm -hmm. Now, if you just started your business, say six months ago, how can you show two years of tax return? So the 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 workaround, the workaway. Damn, what's the word for it? Uh, uh, workaround. The, the workaround yeah, for yeah, it. I know you. Go the on. workaround for it is to be able to pay yourself. That way, you can make yourself an employee for your own company. Mm, All right. Okay. So in that case, you know, I don't want to say nothing that might sound bad, but you can like legally write your own pay stubs so that it shows consistent. Because these banks, when you get an approved for, you know, if you want to get approved for say a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars, they want to see that you're making consistent cash flow. Right. right. Now. We all know with businesses, I mean, you can make $50,000 one month. Next month, you might make mm. 10K, and after that, you might make 100K. When they these banks, they see that you made 10K, 
you know, a hundred K and then, you know, it's it's up and down. Yeah, it's too erratic. It's yeah, like yeah. it's 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 gonna they consider you like high risk. Yeah. But if you pretty much pay yourself a consistent income, twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand or twenty two thousand dollars, they look at you and they're like, Okay, you know what? We can go ahead and improve them. So the theory behind the whole like ADP paying yourself, like you can get yourself a, you can actually register with this company or, or sign up with this company. It's called Plastic. Plastic okay. allows you to pay yourself through a credit card. So say you get a credit card for fifty thousand dollars, right? right? And you wanna, you know that based on your expenses or what you need to get approved for, you need to make twenty k a month. Cool, simple, it's easy. Link the credit card with Plastic. Plastic with ADP. ADP is a payroll process company. Pay yourself. Um, it's gonna take money off the credit card. Yeah. Ten thousand dollars every two weeks. You can do it two. You can do weekly, bi-weekly. So you got ten. Uh, what did I say? Ten thousand. Yeah, ten thousand dollars every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Now that's gonna be twenty thousand dollars a month. So you can be able to show twenty thousand dollars a month. So now you got two forms of income. You got your pay stubs and you got your bank statements. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It's coming off the credit card. The benefit to that as well is once it hits your personal. I mean, once it hits your business account, now you can take it and transfer it to your personal account. And the best thing to do is use a credit card with rewards points, right? Once it hits your personal account, now you can take that and pay back that credit card. So now you're paying back that credit card twice in a month, which is also going to be boosting your score because now you're paying this back. You're paying back $20,000 every single month. And you got your 3X rewards points, so you're making money off the rewards points. No, that, uh, that, that uh, limit that, increase going to come, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I understand now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, that's that's the... That's a little uh, a little trick to it, but again, at the same time too, you got to be careful with that because, like I said, you know, you don't want to. Like if you really only making like two thousand dollars a month, if you showing that you're making twenty thousand dollars a month, you do that for the whole year. Now you all of a sudden you owe Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. you know, two three hundred k. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Great point. You got to be careful. So you got to know what you're doing with any money that you're making. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't get a hundred k and go buy something stupid, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not right, gonna right. make you no yeah. money. So, Indeed, got to be smart about it. Gems, y'all. Gems. Did we have a a speaker piece or a question from the in-studio audience? I think we did. Did we not? Going once. You got to have to turn the mic on. Okay, there we go. Is the mic on? All right, all right, all right. Yep, yep, yep. yep. What's going on? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? Amazing. Another day in paradise. Well, another night in paradise, I should say. All right, so my question is related to um, accounts that are charged off. Because mm-hmm. what I've been told is, say I have an original account with Bank of America and it gets charged off to Sam and Sam Lewinsky company, right? Mm-hmm. I no longer owe that amount to Bank of America. Can you clarify that? Because I know there are a lot of people who have questions around the validity of owing debt to your original debtor versus being able to get, you know, clear a charge off from your account when it goes to someone else. Yeah, that's actually correct right there. So basically, you never signed a contract with the other company that purchased that debt, right? And basically, once, so say the original creditor, once they charge it off, what they're doing is they put it on their taxes as basically like they never received this money. So they're going to send something like that company, not all companies do it, but they're going to send something to the IRS that states that say, for instance, it was $20,000 that you didn't get, you know, you didn't get your money back because I didn't pay you back. It's going to go down on this person, like say, for instance, me. It's going to go down on my uh, taxes that I made an additional. So, say, you know, I made an additional twenty thousand dollars. So, if I made a hundred thousand dollars a year, but I didn't pay you back twenty thousand, it's going to look like I made a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So, I'm basically technically paying taxes on it. So, once it's charged off, you no longer owe that debt. 
that original company, that next company that bought that debt for pennies on a dollar, you didn't sign no contract with them. So technically, you don't owe them. Now, mind you, yeah, are they going to want that money? Yes, because they want to they they double dip, right? So it's just, you know, you got to know, understand how consumer law works. You know, I mean, technically, late payments are technically illegal to be on your credit report. But if they can get that money, you know, they don't want you to have good credit. So that's what it is. But like I said, you, you dispute things on your credit report, they're going to try to, they don't, they don't, you know, they, you just got to be consistent. If you know your laws, you know your rules and stuff like that, you're, you're good to go, right? And one thing I always try to tell people this, like most of the time, if somebody gets pulled over for speeding, right, you're doing 70 miles per hour in a 55 miles per hour zone, right? If you, uh, if you just go ahead and you pay the ticket, you're guilty, right? You lost it. You can't go back later on and say, you know what, hey, I, I wasn't really speeding. Why you pay it, right? But say you go to court, you might get lucky, and the cop might not show up. Mm-hmm. If you don't show up, guess what? Case dismissed, gets thrown out. Mm-hmm. But then when people, when the cop does show up, most people get scared when it comes to this point because it's like, well, you know what? What if that radar gun was not properly calibrated? Right, if it's not properly calibrated, and you know the laws behind it, and you got to be able to prove that that radar gun was properly calibrated, did he turn it on, or did he actually use a what is it called a uh, the I can't even think the calibration like this like some the way they supposed to calibrate the sticks, it's all about you know just just the small things. If you got to know everything about the laws, all right, you know just it's it's the oh way. it's always it's always worth going for the extra mile, going for the fight. And like I said, I, I personally done this before myself. So don't just just say, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pay this, you know. And even sometimes when you're disputing accounts on some on, on your credit report, these creditors are gonna reach out to you, say, hey, listen, you know, you owed us twenty thousand, we'll settle for five thousand. They might settle. They want to want to settle for five thousand because now they're scared that you're gonna end up not paying them nothing because you know your the laws. So you not really knowing. Oh, damn. Okay. All I got to do is pay 5000 Let me go and do it. So now they get money. But technically, you ain't got to owe them nothing. So it's really all about that. You know, you get... I, I could go on and on about this stuff right here. You know what I'm saying? You get you get, you get, you get arrested, but they don't read your Miranda rights. You know what I'm saying? Stuff, simple stuff like that. It's the same thing with consumer law. Yeah. Know the laws. I like it. I like it. Know what to look for and stuff like that. And if you don't know what to look for, you got other questions. So you can probably peruse the page and you might find an answer to some of the questions. We in the gang coach. Appreciate that. Did you have any follow up? That's a good question though. Oh, we have more. Did you have any follow up? So yeah, I do have a follow up. So my follow up to that would be what's the next step that someone would take in terms of knowing what consumer law? Is there a letter that they send, a letter of dispute to the original creditor or do they send it to the third party that now has the debt? Like, What's the next step in that process? And to tag along to that from your personal experience, because I feel like credit is one of those things, especially in our community, where it sounds like Spanish when you're only English speaking. And so we ignore it or we try to push it down and say it'll go away, it'll go away. So if someone wants to learn, besides obviously reaching out to you, go to your Instagram page, follow you. But what did you do when you first started out to get the information? Did you go to YouTube? Like, What's something simple you can give someone as a tip of where to start? And then also, what what are we sending to the third party creditor? All right, so it's on the last one. You got to be careful with. I mean, again, YouTube is cool. It's great. It's, you know, it's free information. 
but I don't believe everything that you see on there, but it's always a good start, right? You want to be able to make sure that you invest in a mentor. I think of a mentor as like a GPS, but we'll get into that. I don't want to make the question too long, right? Or answer the question too long, right? So just, uh, I mean, what was what was the main point to get on that? The uh, The main point was, one, where do you go to find the information for someone that's like speaking the language that's foreign, right? Credit is a foreign thing for this person. They have no idea where to start. Where should they start? Because where did you start learning, right? We okay. know your backstory. Okay. Okay. And then two, what... Um, what do we send to that third party creditor? Is there a, a okay. letter, like a letter of disputes or what? So have you, what's the correct, okay. the proper channel for that? So yeah, that was the question that I was, I forgot about that one. So like my, my method is really, is actually like trying to set the credit bureaus up. Like me, I already know exactly what they're going to say. Right. So when I first started off, I used to just say, Hey, listen, you know, this account is not mine. I was never let on this account. Right. And that's going to get you some results. Right. But the ultimate goal is you want to kind of like get them to slip up and say they did this. Right. So let's say for instance, Let's just use the example of a bankruptcy. Bankruptcies are actually easy to remove because bankruptcies, bankruptcy courts do not actually talk to the credit bureaus. So what I'm going to do, I mean, besides removing like, you know, the addresses, the phone numbers and stuff like that, right? My first step is going to get them to say, hey, can you verify this account? I'm not going to say that this account is not mine, but I want them to actually set themselves up, verify this account, right? And if once they come back and say, this has been verified, now I'm going to ask them for the method of verification. How did you verify this? Now, in the case of it being like a bankruptcy, they're going to say, yeah, we verified it with, you know, whatever your district, whatever your court district is. We verified with this bankruptcy court and such and such, you know, wherever you live at, right? And then we're going to say, okay, cool. I'm going to send a letter to this bankruptcy court stating that, hey, you know, TransUnion, Equifax, or Experian stated that this bankruptcy was verified by you guys. Can you tell me, you know, give me some more information about that, right? They're going to reply back by stating, we do not talk back and forth to any kind of credit bureaus or anything like that, right? So now you got these two controversy, you know, letters, right? They're saying that they verified it. Here's a letter from the credit, um, from the, from the court system saying they don't talk to you guys. So now we send these letters to the, you know, the credit bureau saying, hey, how can you say this, this account was verified? But here's a letter from the court, the, the court system stating that we do not talk to you. So somebody's lying. So now that you set them up, you got this paperwork in front of you. Now you can go to the CFPB, consumer, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. They are above the credit bureaus. They can go ahead and actually take action. But if you don't do your due diligence and do your, you know, kind of like setting them up, mm -hmm. you can kind of like get rid of some of your rights. And just like disputing online. I don't know why. I can't even answer this question. But they say disputing online is one of the worst things you can do because there's certain laws that you give up. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's just you got to know, make sure that you do the process properly because mm -hmm. you do something wrong, it can really mess everything up. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And then the last one was, oh, yeah, we answered. That was yeah, All right, we in the game. We in the game. Did Appreciate I, did you. I, did Thank I, did you. Did I get that point or did I miss something? I want to make sure. Okay. Come on now. We in here, man. We in here. All right, man. It's final thoughts time. Final thoughts. All right. What you got, HD? You got something? Man, you know, just super dope episode. You know, um... Everything that was said in here, I feel like it's something you could pull from. Again, uh, start early. You mean start educating yourself early. Uh, I agree. Having like a mentor or somebody you could tap in with. If you don't have somebody like that, that's why somebody like Jerron is here. You know what I'm saying? To mm -hmm. tap in with. Um, now again, it's probably gonna cost you a couple dollars, but invest in yourself. Man, that's what we're doing out here. Cost you a lot. Right. Let's think about the <laughs> the long term. Uh, plan right. Let's think about the long game, Paul, and let's think about where we want to be in life. 
And that, that that's something smaller to do than investing yourself in um yeah, just major key, man. Appreciate you being here, bro. Dope episode. Absolutely. I echo everything my brother said. I'm going to let you have the last words, Debra. Yeah, um, pretty much. Like, if you're in a situation and you're struggling with trying to get your, your personal credit in order, you done sent out some letters to the credit bureaus, but they come back and say it's been verified and you just don't know what to do. Listen, I got you. You can hit me up on uh, Instagram, J underscore the CEO. I got a, a, a YouTube channel. I got the Facebook channel, but I don't really be that big on YouTube, but you can go and find me there. Most importantly, the biggest thing I'd like to be able to do is, like I said, it's not just fix your credit. I want to be able to get you to be able to invest in passive income opportunities. Most people, when they fix their credit, they want to do small things like, let me just go ahead and get myself a car, right? But there's much more things beyond that. Why don't you use this credit to leverage it to be able to make money so you can go ahead and buy them properties, this, you know, this, this, whatever it is, you can do digital products, make money in your sleep. So you want to be able to get your personal credit in order, get yourself some business credit, utilize that, which is going to be, be able to 10X your life. Listen, I can assist you with that. Business credit is about your structure. It's not just getting the EIN. Like that's the easy part. You can go to ink file. That's cool. That's easy, but it's, you want to make sure everything's in order. The address, the phone numbers, like you want to make sure it's legitimate. So if you need assistance with any of that, you want to get $150,000, $200,000, start whatever business it is, listen, hit me up. You can go to www.sixfigurefigurefunding.com. Check me out. And um, yeah, man, you know, or you can text the word credit to 202-900-2927. And that's it. I'm Jerron, J underscore the CEO. And let's make 2020. Well, I ain't gonna talk about it. Again, but, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, we 2020 something. All right? Hey, let's get it, man. Appreciate you for coming on. You're the July hits, man. It's your boy Trump Maurice. Hungry HD. We out. Yeah. yeah. You are hey. now tuned in Pink to the Peace King, King, King podcast. Listen.